Thank you for tuning in to Conroe United Pentecostal Church today. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to you. If there is ever anything we can do for you, please email admin at conroeupc.org. I want to preach to you this morning off of this title. I am no longer a slave. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to lift up your hands. And as we go before the Lord right now, God, we come before you right now. We lift up our voices. We lift up our prayer that stirs your heart. Lord, we know that right now as our worship has gone before your throne, that it has stirred your heart. It has stirred your soul, God. And we know that when we come together and we desire the same things that you desire, and that is healing and that is deliverance and that is change, that is a difference taking place within our lives, we know that you are in the midst of it this morning, God. I pray that you would send forth your spirit. I pray that every heart that needs your spirit would receive the spirit of adoption unto them, the redemption of the Holy Ghost upon them in the name that is above every other name we pray and everybody shout amen. amen clap your hands unto the Lord as you are being seated this morning Hallelujah. If you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost before, you do not have to understand what it is. You do not have to understand how to do it, if you will. I've had folks say that, uh, uh, well, I don't know, I don't know how to do that. Uh, my grandmother knew how to do that, but I don't know how to do that. You don't have to know how to do it. All you have to be willing to do is obey and step out by faith. And if you believe that God loves you, you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, it might feel one of two ways. It might feel like it begins to raise up within your heart, uh, and it feels like it gets up in the back of your throat. Has anybody ever felt that before, that you have felt that that's the way that you receive the Holy Ghost? Raise your hand this morning. You begin to feel that rise up within your heart, and it felt like you just wanted to blurt out, but you didn't know what would come out if you did, and so you tried to hold it back. Amen? How many of y'all tried to hold it back? I know I was a holder-backer. Uh, 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 and, and I remember that the ladies that were praying with me, see, in the old days, if you didn't pray for two hours to get the Holy Ghost, you didn't really get the real Holy Ghost. Amen? But you don't have to pray for two hours to get the Holy Ghost. You can pray for two seconds and get the Holy Ghost. Amen? But I remember... I remember that I felt, you know what, if I don't do something, these two ladies are going to kill me. I was about 11 years old. I was hungry. I just wanted to go to Pizza Hut. And so if I, I said, if I don't give in and do something, then these women are never going to let me go. Amen? Any of y'all had an experience like that? Praise the Lord. You don't have to have that same experience that we had to deal with. Amen. The Lord wants to give you the Holy Ghost and wants you to have the Holy Ghost. Amen. You might feel it rise up within your heart. Might feel like it gets just so strong. Feels like you want to blurt out, but you don't know what would come out. I want you to be comfortable and confident to know this morning that if you will just give in control and let that just blurt out and just try 
trust in God, you will begin to speak with another language as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. Amen? Hallelujah. You might also be praying, and I want to say this before I move into the message because I want you to know about this at any point in time that it comes up. I want you to be aware of what's going on. You might be praying in the altar. You might be praying in the next few moments. And you might hear sounds that begin to go through your mind that you don't understand. Those sounds are the Holy Ghost. And all you've got to do in order to receive it is to just speak out those sounds that have been going through your mind. Amen? Give in from the bottom of your heart and let go and you shall receive it. Amen? Everybody with me this morning? Hallelujah. It is in Galatians 4, verse 1 through 7, begins to uh, show the heart of Paul as he is writing. And it, and it gives us an understanding of where Paul is at and what he is addressing. Paul is addressing that there was a turning back or there was a, a reintroduction of bondages or of things that would hold the people of God down. And so Paul begins to go through this and in an emphatic uh, 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 way he begins to tell them that you are no longer subject unto the things that were behind you. He needed to allow the Galatians to understand a very real truth. If you have received God within your life, there is no way possible that that which is behind you can ever exercise over you and have control upon your life. Amen? And so he begins to go through this and tells the Galatians, you are no longer a slave. You are no longer a servant, but you are a son. And if a son, then you are an heir of God. It is an amazing feat of strength that is shown within the elephant and the chain. An elephant at the circus is 12 tons of raw power. It is a living bulldozer, one of the most powerful and strong mammals that is living upon the face of the earth. But what is interesting to me is that that elephant is tamed and is controlled by a simple chain. It is amazing because this elephant that they would use to bulldoze over trees and to clear parcels of land is literally held by a stake driven into the ground attached unto a chain. If that elephant ever really pulled against that chain, it would come out as a knife through butter. It would not even, it would not even hold a shadow of a difficulty unto him. But from the day uh, that this elephant uh, is chained by that, something uh, begins to happen. I ask myself, uh, and I begin to wonder, how is it that an elephant can be chained uh, with such a chain? How is it uh, that it can hold them in the place that they are? 
In my research, I begin to find that the way that they tame and control that elephant unto that chain is simply because uh, by the day that the elephant is born, the moment he is born unto this world, a shackle and a chain is applied unto the young elephant's leg. Now, at this age, the elephant does not know and does not have the strength to get out of that simple bondage. He does not have the strength. He pulls against it. He tries to get away from it, but it is always a constant reminder, and it is always a constant restraint. And so as in his young life, desiring to be free and desiring to be loose, he continues to tug and to pull at that shackle only to find out that every time that I pull and every time that I struggle against it, I cannot get away from it. It is a constant hindrance unto my life. As the young elephant continues and tries longer and longer to get away from that chain. What begins to take place is underneath of that shackle, that on the elephant's leg, a sore begins to develop and begins to come forth. And that sore begins to exacerbate the pain that is associated with the shackle even touching the sore and so uh, as he would begin to pull uh, the elephant just a very gentle tap uh, against the shackle the sore would begin to send waves of pain uh, through his body so at a young age uh, he learns I cannot uh, outrun that shackle Uh, at a young age he begins to realize uh, and something is imprinted uh, upon his mind uh, that no matter how hard I try. I cannot get away from that bondage. I want to tell you here today, church, I want to remind us this morning, if we have been bought by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, if we have been purchased out of our ignorance and out of our sin, we are no longer owned by this world, nor are we subject unto the things of this world but we are subject unto the rule and the law of a God that purchased us out of what we were in somebody here this morning needs to understand I am no longer subject unto the things that are behind me hallelujah I want you to lift up your hands right now Thank you, Jesus. I'm no longer subject under the things behind me. Why? Because I've been purchased by the blood of one that when his blood flowed from the cross of Calvary, it bought my salvation. It purchased me out. It pulled me out of the miry clay and set my feet on a rock. I am no longer a slave of sin. Somebody shout amen. 
as I was reading within this as well. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1, he said, And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and in sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we had our conversation or our behavior in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who was rich in mercy, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Folks, the enemy has tried to come in and tell you the lie that you can never be free. It doesn't matter what you do, but I am a living testimony that today is the day of salvation and the Spirit of the Lord has the ability to break every chain, to loose every shackle, and to loose every fear. Hallelujah. If you agree with me this morning, I want you to raise your hand. If there are witnesses in this house, I want you to raise your hand right now. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I don't, I don't have to be under the rule of my doubt and the rule of my fear for God has made a better way. For the Spirit of the Lord has made a way out of no way. I'm not subject to my past. I'm not subject to my failures. I'm not subject to my mistakes. I'm subject unto God. At some point, you got to start challenging your chain. You got to start pulling on it. And the Lord spoke to me with this. With the Spirit of the Lord, you're not as weak as what you once were. So I know there's been some things that we've tried to get away from that it just didn't seem like we could outrun or that we could get loose from. But with the Spirit of the Lord, you're not as weak as what you once were. The Spirit of the Lord comes upon you. You've grown in God. It's time for you to say, you know what? I refuse to allow myself to be bound and shackled another second. I believe that I have the Spirit of the Lord God upon me. And I shall have freedom. You're not keeping me down. Chains fall, fear bow, here, now. Jesus, you change everything. Come on. The Lord's trying to come into this place this morning and say, I'm tired of my children that I bought.
being subject under the things of this world. You are not controlled by your mistakes. You are under subjection under who I am. I want you to raise your hands right now. You're not institutionalizing me. You're not institutionalizing me. What do you mean by that, Brother Carney? Institutionalizing is a phrase that is used to describe what happens to a prisoner when they spend too much time in their prison. Now, if I'm only in prison for a year, you don't have to worry about being institutionalized. But as I was preaching a prison service one afternoon, a man came up to me and he said, Preacher, can you pray for me? And I said, Absolutely. I said, What do you need prayer for? He said, I've been in here. And he lifted up his hands. And tears began to stream down the corner of his eyes. He said, I've been in here for 22 years. He said, and I'm getting out in a couple months. And he said, I'm scared that my family won't know who I am. I'm scared that I can't make it in society. I'm scared that I'll mess up again and I'll be right back here. I almost don't want to leave because I know this place better than I know the outside world. That's called being institutionalized. When you spend so much time with the chain around your neck, you'll start developing, uh, you'll start developing a bondage unto it. And the Lord came through uh, as the enemy tried to slap that chain uh, back on their neck and God, uh, through the man Paul said, you better listen. Hebrews, you better listen, you children of God. Don't you dare allow yourself to backtrack and to be under subjection of sin or the guilt thereof. But you have been made free. It's time this morning that we begin to challenge the things that have said you'll never get past. You'll never get past. You'll never be done with it. It's time. I want you to close your eyes and lift your hands right now for just a few moments at this present moment because I feel that the Holy Ghost is moving in this place and is speaking unto you. God is saying, I am delivering you out. I am reminding you that when you have the Holy Ghost, you have access to freedom at your fingertips. When you have the Holy Ghost, when you've been bought by the blood of Jesus, you have a way out. 
church. You don't have to worry about being held back any longer because my spirit has caused there to be freedom in a place of bondage. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach deliverance unto the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to give them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness somebody come to the piano this morning you're not keeping me down You're not holding me back. I'm speaking twofold in purpose this morning. I'm speaking to ones that are here that have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you say, you know what? I want to be rid of some change. I want to be done with some change. If God can save that preacher... If God can help that man, my scripture says that God is no respecter of persons. And if he'll deliver him, and he'll set him free, then he can set me free. I might not have the Holy Ghost, but I want it. Because I want that freedom. I'm tired. And if we get real with ourselves this morning, I'm tired. The reason why I stopped doing what I was doing is because I was tired of feeling the way that I felt. And I remember one night, I was standing on the edge of my driveway. And I had a bottle of old English liquor in my hand. That was the stuff that was $2.36 back in the day. And you got a 40-ounce bottle. And if you had two of them, if you had $5, you wouldn't remember the night. And I'm sitting there on my second one about that far from the bottle, the end of the bottle. And I said, God... I'm tired of living like this. I'm sick of it. I don't want to be like this anymore. And right then I grabbed the bottle, had it in my hand. And in the empty parking lot across the way from the driveway. I know that it was littering. Don't judge me right now. But I grabbed a hold of it. And I chunked. I don't want to be like that anymore. I want freedom. I want to be able to wake up in the morning. I want to be able to go to sleep at night. I want to have this weight that has been literally killing me alleviate off of me. I want it gone. I want to be free. The Spirit of the Lord, the things that are following you, 
and the things that have bound you through baptism in the name of Jesus that washes away every sin and every shame. It's not difficult. There's a baptismal tank. We put you in the water. You have a change of clothes. We have robes for you. You go in the water, and the name of Jesus Christ, that is greater than any other name, is spoken out over your life. When you are baptized into Christ, you come up with His name on you, His blood on you, His sacrifice on you, and now those things that are behind you no longer exist because of the blood. There's been some things chasing you that the Lord this morning is saying, if you will give yourself to me and you will remember that I am your salvation, those things are going to lose their teeth. I'm speaking it right now. The Holy Ghost is moving. He said, break the teeth out of the lion. Break it out so that that way it cannot destroy me. It can roar as much as it wants to, but it cannot harm me. Break the teeth out of the mouth, God. And that's what God is doing this morning. He is allowing you to see that the shackle cannot hold you. If that elephant would just make one pull, just one action, it would find out in a split second that what was holding me for years was nothing but a figment of my imagination. I want you to stand to your feet all across this place. Biggest thing that the enemy does is he parades sons as slaves. In other words, the second thing that's going to happen this morning, one of the greatest joys of a conquering army is to take the conquered king and begin to parade him down the streets of the city. Look at the authority that we have conquered. Look at what we have overcome. We've got a king as a slave. We've got a king as a servant. And the Lord, I want you to close your eyes this morning and I want you to raise your hands. I want you to raise your hands up high to the Lord right now. There needs to be somebody here this morning that you begin to challenge that chain. I'm talking about church folks as well. I'm talking about every person in this place. There are some things that have been holding you back. There are some things that have been limiting your growth, that have been limiting the growth within your mind. And this morning, the Lord is saying, you need to grab a hold of my spirit and remember that I am your salvation, that I am your friend. 
freedom and that I have caused you to be able to walk out in the freedom. Can we just lift up our hands this morning all across this place? Hallelujah. Nobody looking around. Every eye closed right now. If you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, this is the point in time the atmosphere is prepared. The environment is ready. In the name of Jesus, if you would like to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you would like to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. I simply want you, if you're not moving out of your seat, your eyes are to remain closed. But if you're here this morning and you would say, I want, to, I want freedom and I want deliverance. I want there to be a releasing of the bondage upon my life. And you would like to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want you to step out of that seat that you are in right now. And I want you to just come up here along the front of this church. Just come up right in front of these front pews right now. If you would like to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. We need to continue in what's going on right now. I want you to lift up your voice. Close your eyes right now. Because I believe that there is a breaking that is going forth within this house right now. That somebody is indeed challenging a limitation that you have allowed to remain within your mind. You are challenging a limitation that you have allowed the enemy to speak into your life. And this morning you are saying, I refuse to be bound another second. I refuse to be subject unto that which is behind me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you feel that there's been some bondage on your life, every eye's closed right now. But if you feel like there's been some things chasing you down and you felt that you can only go so far, I want you to raise your hand. I want you to raise your hand this morning. Thank you. Keep that hand raised. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The Lord's working right now. And you have felt that I can only go so far. I can only achieve so much. And I feel like this is just weighing me, weighing me down and holding me back. Keep that hand raised. Keep that hand raised. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, put those hands down. I want everybody in this church right now, I want you to step out of your pew and I want you to just come up here and I want you to stand across the front of this church right now. Every single person, I want you to come out here and I want you to stand across the front of this church for the next few moments. I want to be free. I want to be free.
That's it, that's it. That's it. And once you get up here, I want you to raise your hands up to God. And for the next 10 minutes, I want us to begin to lift up our voices. I don't want you to worry about stopping praying. I don't want you to look around for the next 10 minutes of service. But just lift up your voices right now. And I want you to begin to pray out loud with your hands raised, with your heart open at this moment. God, I'm ready to have some freedom. God, I'm ready to be delivered. I'm ready to have. And the Lord is here right now. The atmosphere has been set. If you will step out, if you will begin to pull on that, on that bondage, if you will begin to pull against it, if you will begin to pray against it, you will see a deliverance begin to transpire within your life. You will feel a freedom begin to fall upon you. That's it. Yes. Jesus. Everything. Hope found here now. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Come on, that's it. Lift up your voices. Begin to pray out loud in the Holy Ghost. Let the Spirit of God begin to pray through you.